Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. Today, we have with us not one, but two guests. I have with me Shira Newman and Carrie Helmer. Uh, Shira, why don't you go ahead and start and say hello? All right. Um, So my name is Shira Newman, and I am the CEO of Growth Mindset Dental Consultants. And basically, after years of practicing oral systemic dentistry, um, I saw firsthand how the dynamics of the dental office play out, how dental offices are run, what they lack, and how the dental field kind of fails at providing care catered to a patient's full body health. And Carrie and I just want to change that. And we believe that as dental providers, we're in a unique position to truly impact the overall health and wellness of our patients um, while curating a healthy, happy work environment. And with Growth Mindset Dental Consultants, we are helping dentists do the same. That's Uh, awesome. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I just want to tell you, (laughs) Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Carrie, why don't you jump in a a little bit here and say hello. (laughs) My name's Carrie Helmer. I'm the COO of Growth Mindset Dental Consultants. And after practicing dentistry for 20 years, I just realized I wanted more. It was apparent to me that there was a void in the industry for dental consulting groups to help practices not only heal their practice but themselves, but focus on the overall health of their patients. And I realized that I had the perfect business partner in my very own dental practice, Shira. So over dinner one night, uh, the idea for Growth Mindset was born, Growth Mindset Dental Consultants. Yeah. So it's awesome to have someone who has that experience in the practice, right? There's a lot of people in the consulting industry who don't, and that's fine. Obviously you you can uh, learn a lot of different ways, but um, you know, today we're kind of faced with some, uh, we don't have many different challenges than we had a year or two or three years ago in the dental industry, but everything seems to be magnified. So what what are some of the problems or what's a problem that you see a lot of practices facing right now in today's environment? So I think a problem that the dental field experiences more than say, like, I don't know, the medical field is we have so much turnover. And that's something we kind of want to help dentists to course correct, just because they need to be focusing on the long term, not replacing, you know, an employee every few months that doesn't work for anyone and your patients notice. I think that's what a lot of people don't realize. Like at our office, if someone leaves or is out for even vacation, they're like, "Um, what happened to this person? Are they still working here? Just because even the patients know dental turnover is is very much a big deal. Yeah. And especially when those patients got to really like that team member. Right. And I know too that um, this is something that keeps a lot of dentists up at night. Right. This is something that causes a lot of stress, um, knowing that they have to find somebody, knowing that, you know, the, the amount of burden that's put on other team members when you're missing a spot or two on your team. Um, right. That's a lot of rowing for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me what are some things that you recommend and that you think dentists can do to um, help fix this problem or, or prevent this problem from happening in the first place? Sure. Um So I'm going to actually give you a little bit of an example, and then I'll kind of lead into actionable steps that each dentist can take. Sure. So as we all know, dental offices are incredibly unique in that it's a small, tight-knit group of people who work very closely together all day, every day. 
And I think a major problem is that dentists were never taught how to be managers of teams. And this leads to unnecessary conflict, trauma in the office, and valuable members of the team leaving because of a toxic work environment. Um, And the truth of the matter is, dentists have blinders on whether they realize it or not, and they're only privy to about 5% of team interaction. And that means a lot of issues are going undetected and unresolved on a daily basis. and also, that means you don't, you might not realize it, but your team is acutely aware of the dentist moods, their worries, and their daily stresses. And a good team will want to lessen that burden for the dentist they work for. Um, but curating and keeping that perfect dental team is no easy feat. Um, and so here's the example of the dental office that we've um, recently worked with. The dentist had three positions she needed filled. And we took the time to thoroughly vet the top candidates that we found for her, interview them, and give her all the information needed to bring these highly qualified candidates in for working interviews. But upon presenting these candidates for her immediate review, she informed us that she hired two team members because she let her anxiety get the best of her. And the problem with this is we had taken so much time to investigate the personalities of all the members of her current team so that the candidates we brought forth would fit in perfectly. And so she hired, um, she proceeded to hire, you know, the candidate we found with her. Um, But within weeks, that same candidate reached back out to us to tell us that it was a completely toxic work environment that she was now facing daily. And what was the cause? One of the new hires, we had advised the dentist against had been bullying our hire and kind of commandeered the office into a drama machine where people gossip behind one another's back and there was no cohesion or team unity. Um, Since this happened, the dentist is now not only concerned about running her practice, keeping her daily schedule, her office expansion and her personal life, but she has to take the time to heal this dental team. And this should be a lesson that you cannot just hire to fill a role you have to consider the person and how they fit into the puzzle piece of your current team. Um, So having said that, one of our goals at Growth Mindset Dental Consultants is that you won't have to worry about filling positions on your team because your team isn't going to leave you. Um, Your team will want to help you envision and build the practice of your dreams and will love coming to work every day, giving their all for you and your patients. So, here are some actionable steps to kind of help you keep your team long-term. One, you should try and find out your team's motivator. Is it money? Is it paid time off? Is it time with their family? Every person on your dental team will give you a different answer. So it's really kind of important to just hone in on the individual and kind of tweak, you know, your um, benefits to their needs. Um, Number two, find out what's important to each member of your staff. How will they feel taken care of? Is that offering maybe retirement benefits, health insurance, monthly bonuses, paid time off? Is it holiday pay or sick leave? Um, For instance, does your staff know your COVID policy so they don't have to worry about it if they were to be impacted? You know, just kind of making them feel that you are personally invested in their overall well-being and having them cared for. Um, And then the third one, make the important things to them happen. You know, a lot of times 
these discussions will happen every few years with the staff, you know, how, what's important to you? How can I help you? How can I help you? And then it's all talk and no action. Take steps to make what they tell you a reality for them. And then the last one, and this is a big one that kind of goes under the radar and it doesn't cost you any money, but it gains you like their undying trust and loyalty. It's make them a part of practice we, decisions. We lost the, hold on just one, hold on just one quick second. We lost like a split second there. And it was okay. what you started to say right after you said it won't cost you any money. So I know our audience is tuned in right now. So I want yeah. to make sure it's very, very clear. So go back to it. It's sure. not going to cost you any money. So the, the biggest one that you should want to kind of focus in on that is doesn't cost any money is make them a part of practice decisions. When the dentist makes them feel like they are personally invested in the practice, they will feel valued beyond measure. And I know there's always kind of been a veil, you know, like, oh, let's keep the finances away from them, monthly expenditures. We don't want to concern the staff with that. But when you open it up for discussion, how we can all be better, where we can reduce spending, you know, here's our monthly goal. Here's what I'm expecting from each of you. You, you kind of give them the sense that they're building their dream with you. They they sort of adopt the baby with you, right? Exactly. And, you know, I can't tell you as a hygienist myself, when that was kind of presented to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, they really value my opinion you know, and want to include me because they know this impacts me. They want to know how I feel on, you know, during the monthly meeting when we discuss all of these things. It's, it's really just such a big motivator for keeping staff. Sure. And like I said, it's free. So why not? <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely. Sure. And I'm sure there's a little bit of coaching involved there too, right? The best practices yeah. and how to do that and of you know, how, to, how to make sure that, you know, you're not, you know, the, the first set of ideas that you hear isn't something that you can't fulfill and then people are down. I'm sure there's some steps. And that's why, you know, hiring a consultant a lot of times can save you a lot of money and a lot of sure. aggravation and grief. So um, tell me real quickly, um, what are some steps or what, 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 should, what should a practice look for when they're trying to hire someone to help them um, in this area? So I think the most valuable thing um, is of course I'm gonna say, try and look for someone like us, but hear me out. Um, Me and Carrie, you know, I'm a hygienist. Carrie's an assistant, but she's also done front office. And most other consultants or practice management, they're only coming to you from one perspective. Whereas we have three, you know, we know the dental field in and out. And that's what you should want from someone who, you're bringing in to help you. You shouldn't want it just to be from the perspective of the dentist, because then as bad as this sounds, they're not going to really connect or resonate with the rest of your dental team. You kind of want to try and find equal representation so that everyone feels, you know, as an equal, they're all on the same playing field and they know that this is going to be, you know, change for the better. Sure. I, I want to, I'm going to ask you one question you brought it up earlier and I know we're really, we're, we're close on time here, but you mentioned before that a really good team 
is going to, um, I don't remember your exact words, but you basically said that a really good team is going to feel some of that stress or is going to want to re- alleviate or alleviate mm-hmm. stress that the dentist or the, the dental team or the dentist and the practice have. How do they know? I mean, what is a, what is a telltale sign that that's your team, that you have this team and they really want to alleviate that stress for you? Give me sure. one example. So... And Carrie, if you want to chime in, you're more than welcome to. But um, (laughs) I think a big one is the fact that they're always going above and beyond. And it could be little things. It could be the doctors running behind in schedule and everyone's trying to move things around so they get a little break. You know, it could be that you see them go above and beyond for your patients, spending extra time, getting to know them and their families, you know, really just taking an interest. Um, And honestly, I think the biggest one is seeing that they work cohesively as one unit. Because it's really, really hard, but it's important. Like me as a hygienist, if I'm running behind, I know that someone will try and help me at work. If I don't have a patient, I'm helping do sterilization, do whatever I can. There should always be a, how can I help mentality? And when you have that in your staff, you know, that is a telltale sign that you are working with the right people. It should never be a mentality, obviously of, oh, I'm sorry, that's not in my job description. You know, like it, it should be everyone coming together to make sure that everything is running sure, on right. four cylinders. Yeah. Yeah. Small teams. There's nothing that's not in your job description as far as. Yeah, I'm exactly. Concerned, right? <laughs> hey, I want to thank you very much for coming on. I want to tell our audience one more time, uh, growthmindsetdental.com. Uh, Shira Newman, it was a pleasure having you here today. Uh, uh-huh. Carrie Helmer, you as well. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.